Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. You know, I got to take a multivitamin. I got to take it. Why? Because I'm on the road and I need that extra boost. And you know what I love? Ritual vitamins. Why? It's one of the cleanest multivitamins out there. And I trust it. Why? Because I know where the products come from. It's a clean, vegan, friendly multivitamin that's formulated with high quality nutrients and bioavailable forms your body can actually use. It's a clean multivitamin. It's vegan friendly and it's formulated with high quality nutrients that are in bioavailable forms your body can actually use. Also, you know what you're not going to find? There's not going to be any sugars, GMOs, major allergens, synthetic fillers, and artificial colorants. Plus the fresh taste and delayed release capsule design makes it so easy to take these vitamins. I love Ritual because you can also look at their supply chain and figure out where all your ingredients are coming from. That's so important. You should know what you're putting in your body. A multivitamin should contain key nutrients and forms your body can actually use to help fill those gaps in the diet. No shady extras. Ritual's delayed release capsule design delivers high quality nutrients, including vitamin D3 in just two daily pills. Now available for women, men, and teens, Ritual multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support different life stages. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping always. So you can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription at any time. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash absolutely to start your ritual today. Again, visit ritual.com slash absolutely to start your ritual today. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Okay, without further ado, welcome to the studio. My girls from Girls Gotta Eat. How are we doing? Ashley and Raina, what's happening? Hi. Hi. So glad to see you. Oh my God, so glad to see you. I've missed y'all a lot. What's been going on? I mean, y'all have just been crushing it, doing the most in this last year. Like how, are, <laughs> let's do a wellness check. How were both of y'all doing? Wellness-wise, how are we feeling? Where are we at? <laughs> how was your pandemic? Yeah, how was your pandemic? Yeah. I'm feeling good because I, like, hooked up with this dude last night. Like, I'm on, like, kind of endorphins. You know what I mean? So, oh. but in general, pretty good. I mean, yeah. it, I think there's a general sense of anxiety of, like, for sure, the world. But, you know, we're just, you're on tour. We're going back on tour. You know, there's going to be, it's going to feel a little different, but we don't think stuff's going to get canceled again, like hopefully. Right. And so we're excited to like see our, you know, listeners and fans and it feels nice. It feels like, I mean, I'm been doing a bunch of stand up. like everything's been yeah. pretty good. I have things don't get like much worse. How's the scene right now in New York? I'm loving all your sets that you're putting up on Instagram. They're fantastic. But how's it feel like crowd wise? It feels incredible. Like, I I think that's everybody's collective 
feeling that the crowds are hot. Yeah. Like people were inside, they're excited to be out. I mean, those outdoor shows were, are not ideal, but like right. now that people are back in the clubs, like the energy is almost too hot where you're like, guys, just please stop laughing this hard. Like it's not, that's yeah, you're not like, the punchline. This is, yeah, I'm not crushing. Like I should be, but like, let me crush. Let me get to the point where I can kill it. Yeah. You're like laughing at your setup. I'm like, yeah. you guys, come on. Too, this is too easy. <laughs> but no, they're, it's been awesome. It's been Good. really great. So that's amazing. Raina has, she has probably a, a bigger update. Than- What's up? Well, I did not hook up with anybody last night because my boyfriend and I are staying with my dad. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to keep a PG-13 around dad. No one penetrated me yesterday. Yeah. Uh, or today. But yeah, I'm in Pittsburgh. My boyfriend is meeting my whole family this weekend. But my pan- my pandemic was good. As you can see from Ashley's background, we uh, we got a studio. So we tricked out the girls. Got a studio. I love it. And- I, we just got some loose titties in the background. Is that what's on the wallpaper? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, was, I thought you meant mine. I was like, yeah. I'm like, wait, am I out? I freed my Sweating. nipples for this interview. Um, and then the, the shows have been great. I feel like the sense of like community and positivity is so yeah. great. We've had more people bring their boyfriends and husbands to shows than we ever have before. Mm-hmm. So I've I had the same that, thing. I think these really? guys, I think straight men were forced to listen to us during the <laughs> pandemic. And then they were like, these bitches are funny. We're going to come out and support. Like they're so on board. I had so many husbands at my last show in Austin. I'm yes. like, where did these men come from? <laughs> yes. And I think people just want to like go out into the world, do stuff with yeah. their partner and their significant yeah. other. And, the, and like, I think that it might've been a sense of like, that's a girl show. And now right. it's like, this looks fine. This looks dope. It looks over the top. I mean, our shows are like, your shows are so wild and like over the top and so much audience participation. So we've just seen like the positivity and like the encouragement just tenfold, which we're really excited about. That's awesome. So where are you guys going out on the road next? What's the next venue? Depending on the, when this comes out, but we start back up on the 8th of September. And that Great. Will this will be, be out next week. So okay, fantastic. That's, and it's going to yeah. be your stomping grounds yeah. and my old stomping grounds, but Atlanta, Charlotte, Raleigh, yes. Charleston. Okay. Buckle up for Charleston. If you haven't done Charleston yet. We did Charleston, Heather. You and I talked oh, about yes, it. Oh, yes, we did. Those girls yes. got on, they were like passed out in the bathroom. Yes, Charleston <laughs> was shit rowdy. Their pants at your Charleston. Yeah, no, but that was actually on my Tampa show. But a woman got kicked out of the Charleston show and then got arrested because she was so <laughs> fucked up. She poured a bottle of wine down her body. It was a whole thing. And it was so surprising because when I got to my show in New Orleans, and I know we talked about this because you did New Orleans as well. I was yeah. like, okay, New Orleans is going to be like really rowdy. Like I'm really going to have to rein it in. But then I realized when I got to New Orleans, they're all professional alcoholics. So everyone was like, could hold their own and was so wonderful. And it was a great audience. <laughs> so I'm going yeah. back to Charleston to see if they can like, you know, behave themselves. I love Charleston, but, uh, you know, I get a little nervous. No, we like ahead. our audience just, and our audience does strike like a great balance between like participating and yelling and having yeah. fun and like reeling it in. And I think that like your show and our show has like even like trained people that it's not like a comedy show where you have to sit there super quietly, but we are going to go through some segments, bring up in stage. There's a time to yell. There's a time to get crazy. There's right. time not to. And every season's a little different, but I yeah. feel like our audience has like learned the times when to get like rowdy and crazy when not to. Yeah. Well, Heather, you and I had a conversation and like this feels like it's getting a little out of control and yeah. didn't like, and then we actually did kind of a PSA, like a message from mom yeah. on our podcast. <laughs> like, ladies, we just want you to remember the night. You know, yeah. like, you paid for this shit. Like, yeah. did you have a girl that she drove from St. Louis to Kansas City because she she blacked out and missed the show. Was that your story? Yeah. That, no, I'm that sure, us? no, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> I, I did. No, I've had so many people like show up and they're like, I came and saw it three times because I didn't remember the other two. And I'm like, I want you, like, to, I want yeah. you to have a good time and remember it. Yeah. And so we've gotten a few like, thanks for yeah. the memo, you know, because 
I get it though. I was always just packed out drunk in college. I, but I wasn't going to comedy shows. So I could understand all maybe some of the younger girls don't even know what to do. Like right. they're pre-gaming they're, and then they're, it's like, okay, but now you got to kind of sit like, it's not like a concert. I don't know. It's a whole. No, it is a hard thing because, you know, they know so much of our lives and both of y'all share so much of your lives. And when you do podcasting, I mean, they know what I had for breakfast. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's hard because they want to be involved, but there are moments where it's like, okay, let me do my thing. I prepared the show. Like, let me just do my thing. Right. Let me perform. And I, so I used to do, I mean, I go out and I do crowd work, but I don't do as much audience participation anymore because then sometimes the drunk woman would start fighting with each other. Like if I was like, let's get an absolutely not from the audience. And then one woman, literally I was in Lake Park, Florida and two women started fighting over the absolutely not. I was like, this, this isn't good. This isn't good. This is not good for women. We had two girls fight over like a guy in Pittsburgh. Like we, like we would do like a live dating app right. segment and we brought, is that what happened, Raina? She, one girl stood up in Pittsburgh and she was like talking about her man and she's oh, like yeah. this and this other chiropractor, girl, all these <laughs> details about, and then she says about the last trip he took to Africa like last month or something and this other girl pops and goes, that's my ex-boyfriend. <gasps> and they were both like six feet tall. They're <laughs> screaming at each other across the like thing. Raina was like, are we going to have to like break up a fight? It was wild. They take and you it, did. They, you, like, then you had to break up the fight. <laughs> but it was like an epic night. Like that, people were remember that forever. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, good to be back on the road. So what yeah, do you do? Go great. to girlsgottoeat.com to get tickets. Yeah. Girls Gotta Eat podcast. Girls Gotta yeah. Eat podcast. Get tickets to see these girls and maybe you see a fight. You know, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless, we'll bring you up on stage. We say it's like the yeah. best girls in out. Now guys come, people get dressed up, they pregame, they go to dinner. It's just like so fun. We bring people up on stage, do like segments. It's a, really a blast. Dear women everywhere, let's start a fashion revolution. Old Navy is changing the shopping game with body quality. Body quality means size equality, price equality, and style for women everywhere. That's right. Old Navy is making every one of its styles in every size with no difference in price because we deserve it. And our sisters, moms, and friends do too. Old Navy's body quality started with you, the customer. Old Navy read thousands of product reviews and conducted thousands of interviews and even went on shopping trips with real customers to hear what you had to say. And they really, really listened. If you've ever wished you could shop with your friends, Old Navy heard you. They made every size from double zero to 28 available in the store with no special sections. If you've ever been tired of ordering multiple sizes online to try at home because the store didn't carry your size, Old Navy heard you. Now, every single size is there in the store. All you got to do, go in the store and guess what? You can get it. And here's the deal. Everything's the same price. That's the biggest deal. Whether you're double zero or you're 28, guess what? The sizes are all the same price. And that is such a big, important thing. I was so sick and tired of going to stores and they're like, oh, we don't carry your size, but you can order it online. No, I want to get it in the store. I'm here at the mall. Let me shop. Let me get my stuff. Old Navy with their body quality is making it accessible for everybody. Body quality means that now in every store, you'll see mannequins in multiple sizes and online, you'll see the styles on live models in sizes 4, 12, and 18. That's so important. What if a pair of jeans looks different on a girl who's my size and it looks different on somebody who's smaller? I want to see it. Well, don't worry. Old Navy's going to show you because they're going to have the mannequins and the models in the store. That's body quality, a revolutionized shopping experience for women everywhere. See oldnavy.com slash body quality for additional details. Style subject to availability. What y'all have done with your podcast, I mean, I'm just in such awe because you've really built this insane community, but you've also like had big heavy hitters as guests to come on. And I feel like you do a great balance of sharing every moment of your life, you know, adding so much comedy into it. It's so entertaining, but then you're also like, 
I've learned some things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like y'all are very smart women to follow because I'm learning from you. Is there anybody that you've been able to interview before where you've been like, I can't believe this happened or, you know, just been blown away? Yeah, we both have one. I mean, mine was probably Elizabeth Warren. Like, we were like, we can't believe we're about to just chat with Elizabeth Warren. And right. Raina has, well, hers is like, was somebody for both of us. We couldn't believe she was like in our studio. But- right. Yeah, we got Esther Perel on the show. She was like my day one, number one. She, if you guys don't know who she is, she's a psychotherapist that focuses focuses mainly on fidelity and infidelity and cheating. And she's like this world-renowned expert. She's TED Talks. She's phenomenal. But the thing that I'm like really, thank you, by the way, for what you said about our show. You're a heavy hitter on our show. You were a guest. Yeah, you were like the original. (laughs) Great. I'll take it. Talk about that episode. Yeah. (laughs) But something that I really love and I'm really proud of is I think that we've struck a really nice balance between like, quote unquote, famous people and just quote unquote, regular regular people. There's yeah. plenty of people on our show that our audience loves that are just like regular everyday girls. One of Ashley's really good friends went through breast cancer and we had her on the show just to talk about what that was like for her. And she's just a regular everyday girl that dates and lives life. And it's right. like, it's an honor to be able to give any of those type of people like a platform. And I think our audience loves the mix, you know, because you can go to any show and listen to famous people talk. And that's really not what ours is about. Right. I mean, I started to get, you know, I always phone a friend, ask the audience, I'm like, who do you, who do you want to hear on the podcast? And they're like, we just want to hear your mom and your best friend. Your mom. Yeah. They're like, like, we, we don't want to yeah. hear anybody. We, we don't care if they have a movie coming out. Like no one gives a shit. They just want to chit chat because they're a part of your life. But y'all have done a really great job. I think of balancing both where you bring bring in interesting people. You bring in people that have had an experience. And like, I mean, how many other women could probably relate to that breast cancer situation? You know, that's amazing that you were able to get that interview and and just be able to spread that knowledge, you know? Well, I said that about you at the start. I was like, I could just tell. I was like, people aren't going to care about these celebrities. Like, it's not. They just want Heather. And then they probably want Ray and her mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, her husband. husband, Yeah, husband, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they want to hear her talk about her dogs. Like, it's just, I just could feel that people like, weren't going to care. They were just going to want more of you. Like whether you're coming to them from like a closet and wherever, like just. Well, it's funny now too, because, you know, as you try and grow the podcast, whatever you do deal with these celebrities, I will absolutely not allow somebody to come on my podcast and like, hey, so can you go through my manager? I'm not calling your manager. I'm not going through your team. Either we share numbers and we text and you show up on time or I show up on time. Other than that, I'm not going through like the team, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like producers yeah, are one thing because they, they can yeah. help coordinate the studio time. But I'm like, I'm not begging you and going through your right. Agents. Yeah, like assistant producer, but not like your agent. I'll call your <laughs> mother to get in touch with you. You know? Yeah, we're of the we absolutely not are not going to beg people to be on the show. We'll right. ask you. We'll say we're honored. We will be honored. Right. We'll, we'll promote you really well, treat you really well. And if you're not down, no worries. No worries. Good. Now, did y'all have any major absolutely nots and not to put you on the spot, but anything over the past year where you're just like, I can't. I mean, there's so much to unpack. In the last year, I keep saying that I feel like we're on an episode of Fear Factor and nobody's winning. You know, there's never <laughs> like the episode doesn't end. And Joe Rogan's just screaming at us and telling us what to do. But he has no information. No qualifications. So, yeah, no qualifications. So is there any point where y'all are just like, I've got an absolute not. I can't. I was. You want to go first? You want no, to no, go no. First? Go. Take it away. So I actually my, my absolute not came to me this morning because I was reading through questions that we got sent for this article. And I was thinking about bigger picture of the whole year. And this article that Ashley and I are participating in, it's this great. It's this great article about like first dates and behavior and things to talk about where to go. And some of the questions were like, what if a guy doesn't text you for 72 hours after a date? What if they don't talk about you on the date? What are like red flags? What about if somebody's on a dating app and they just pen pal you to death, never ask you out? And right. for me, like the whole theme of this year is like, you never know what's going to happen next. And life is 
long, but life is also short. And like all this behavior of like, I'm not sure I feel uncomfortable. I feel not treated right. Like absolutely fucking not. Like, I think it's just like, now we've learned that like, we never know what's going to happen. And right. like, if somebody does want to treat us well, do the right thing. Take us on a date. Treat us like a human being. Text us right away. I had fun. This was great to me. You know, it was great to meet you. Then like, absolutely not. I'm not evaluating the behavior of shitty people anymore. Just behave right or don't. But I think that that's my absolutely not overall. for the Oh, I totally agree. And it goes not just into like romantic relationships, friendships. You know, I'm like, if we're not there for each other, what are we doing? Absolutely not. And then don't come and make me feel <laughs> right. guilty two years down the road and be like, well, you weren't there for me at my shower. Did you reach out to me, bitch? You know what I mean? Like, I'm so You're sick of this back and forth <laughs> shit. Like, either we're going to be there for each other and let's open the lines of communication. But I, I totally hear you. I absolutely agree with that. And I think the last year's put a lot of things in perspective for people where it's like, you know, what is valuable? Who is valuable to me? Who do I want to be surrounded with? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel like I just saw like a, some meme today or whatever, but it was on like a, you know, inspirational type account, but of just of like nothing made us like value our human connections more than this year. Right. Especially when people were like, they had to work from home. You had to at least for like three months, you know, like stuff just it's like the relationships we have just became the most important thing. I mean, whether I feel like I kind of felt like that before, but right. I think a lot, it was like a lesson a lot of people learned. So, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I also just found that there's a lot of absolutely nots with people's behavior. And like you were saying, Raina, it's like, I'm not going to allow people to treat me poorly, but it's just some people's behavior, like how they were able to handle what was going on in the last year. I mean, we've all been in a pressure cooker. It's like we all, you know, are in a, a slow cooker making chili, set it, forget it. And they're just seeing when this thing's going to explode. But it's just like how people couldn't then co- reemerge and come back out into the world, and like socialize like normal people. It's like, what happened to us? You know, you forgot how to like have a human interaction with someone. Yeah, if anything, I think that we should value it more, be more respectful to each other and to ourselves. If you want right. something, go out and get it. If you want to be treated in a certain way, you know, go out and say that. We should take what we want and we should treat others the way we want to be treated. And this year just really taught me that. And I quarantined alone. So, like, I oh, really learned, like, the value of human connection and yeah. you know, making sure I Zoom every day with people. And, God, the first time I got to see Ashley, like, door after COVID and, like, the people that I love, like, that I'll never forget those moments. So, yeah. hopefully we're all just behaving a little better after all this. Well, you should be. People are still out here being rude to like wait servers. servers. Yeah. Or like just I remember around Christmas, like people were complaining. Like I put something in my Instagram story, like don't go leave an Etsy store a bad review because you didn't get your whatever shit on time when it has to do with the personal has to do with the shipping, like the postal service. Everything's delayed. It's a pandemic. Why? It's like, have you learned nothing? Like, I just couldn't believe it. Like also, also Etsy's like whittling like, wood. Like, like what? Etsy is like handcrafted, <laughs> hand knitted, like crocheted. You already know that their fingers are bleeding because they're having to print out like 50, you know, hand sewn sweaters. It's like, and then you're going to yell at the bitch for the shipping. Like, give me a fucking break. And you saw that it shipped. This you, is USPS's problem. Yeah. And you're going to leave a negative review on it, like a, a small business. Yeah. But like people, I read an article that people are. This is not my absolutely not. So I just want to clarify that I have one coming. But right. like I read an article that people are being ruder than ever. Like I know we've in the service industry, like two people in restaurants. And it's like, man, I don't know. I, I know everyone's like tightly wound and everyone's dealing with their own shit. And I always want to be like sensitive to that. But if you can't be nice and be patient and know that stuff isn't going to go perfect, everybody's right. understaffed and like just be glad to be out in the world and know, you know, be happy to tip more, like all that stuff. Like don't go. Right. Don't go. Don't go. If you can't act accordingly in public, don't fucking go. But please come to our shows. We desperately need you to come to our shows. <laughs> no, <laughs> buy tickets. Buy yeah. tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy yeah. tickets and come. 
what's the biggest nail issue? You think I, I can't possibly do them on my own. You know, they've tried and they look like they, they were painted by a five-year-old. Salon manis are always so expensive and they always chip. Well, here's the deal. I got you the Olive and June mani system. And now, you know, DIY manis that look salon perfect and last seven or more days. It's possible. Everyone always asks what salon I go to. Guess what? I, I'm touching them up on my own with my Olive and June mani system. Here's the deal. It's super easy. It's affordable. The mani system comes with six polishes. That breaks down to about $2 a mani. Okay, I used to spend 35 for one gel manicure. Don't even get me started when I was doing acrylic. Forget it. Literally breaking the bank. I didn't know how I was going to feed myself. This is ridiculous. I should just be using Olive and June. The polish is amazing. My friend, sister, mother, brother all asked me if the polish was gel. It was so shiny and did not chip. It lasted a week. Literally, I keep my Olive and June kit in my road bag. So when I need to touch up my nails, which I rarely ever have to because the polish is amazing. But if I need to touch up a nail, I can just do it on the go. And it looks like it's been done at the salon. The Olive and June Manny system is a secret behind Salon Perfect Nails at home, all in one, no guessing, no messy nails, no salon price tag. And now you can get 20% off your first Manny system with my code. Absolutely. Your new life nail is here. Get 20% off your first Manny system when you use promo code absolutely at oliveandjune.com. We're done with expensive bad Manny's. This is the new us now. Okay. Deal with it. Again, get 20% off your first Manny system when you use promo code absolutely at oliveandjune.com. I mean, there are, I feel like a little bit of absolute yeses over the last year, just, you know, circling back to finding out who you do value as friends, finding out who you do keep in your life and just keeping that close group even closer and then just cutting out the bullshit. I literally, my threshold for bullshit is none. Like, I'm just like, eh, I, I just say no now. Like, it's, it does feel empowering to say no to everyone. No, I don't want to do that. No. And they're like, that's rude. I'm like, I don't want to, but I don't want to do that. You know? I love the feeling of canceling, like just, well, listen, I would never cancel a professional engagement, right. but I love the feeling of not doing something I don't want to do. Yeah. You don't I don't want to. It. That's the reason. You don't have to lie. Like, I don't we're want not to. lying anymore. I don't want to come. I don't, I don't want to come. Do I don't want to do that. I don't want to see you. You know, until you get a re-up on Botox, I can't stare at their forehead wrinkles, which is terrible. I know that's terrible. But now I've gotten to the I point. I can't look at you. I can't. I'm like, like I, I can't, can't look at you right now. I'm like, Claire, don't talk to me that you're going all natural now and you won't get the vaccine. Just you, but you're going to get Botox next week. So call me when right. you've gotten your Botox filled. You know, I can't. Mm. Oh my God. So accurate. Ashley, we breeze past your absolutely not. Sorry. Oh, my, well, my absolutely not is, listen, everybody should live their truth. Like right. I'm, you know, I, in terms of like what they do in social media, I would never shame somebody in the comments, but I feel like we can all vent of like stuff that kind of annoys us, like on TikTok, on Instagram, whatever. And Raina knows this about me. I hate like dancing with information. Like I hate that like hand jive thing. Like I yeah. hate when people yeah. are like, I am a teacher and I'm divorced and I have three dogs. Yes. They're doing like dance moves. Like the, the hand jive thing. Like Raina asked me one time, she just said under breath, she was like, can someone explain this to me? And I like popped off so hard. I was like, I hate it. And this is again, no shade. You're having fun with it. Post it. Live your truth. You're going to get likes. You're going to get comments. I personally hate dancing while giving information. But nobody <laughs> needs to know that you live in Arizona. You do pharmaceutical sales and you've got two kids and one's adopted and it's a strained relationship. We don't need to know that. You know what I mean? It's but, just, but while, but also, yeah, if, if, if it's someone you follow, you do want to know that information. But why do you have to give it while you're doing like a dance? A full like hand drive. Yeah. yeah. It's just well, like, yeah. TikTok's a whole nother world. And I was talking about it with my producer, Michelle. I was like, I feel like I'm just trying to catch up. I learned Instagram. I know Instagram. But then trying to do this TikTok, you have to have a full fucking editing team. These kids are doing like insane, like Spielberg level 
edits. I don't know how to do that shit. And then as soon as I get on a trend, two hours later, the trend's not cool anymore. So then I don't get any views on this. And then these kids on TikTok, like you were saying, you wouldn't comment something nasty. I would never go on someone's Instagram and be like, you look terrible in that outfit or like, kill yourself. TikTok, that's all they do. Yes, you get that's all they do. two positive comments and then everything else is just kill yourself. You should kill yourself. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's terrible. Yeah. Okay, no, what, really I wanna, what I want to say about those videos is there's always too much information on the video. They're hand jiving and there's seven sentences yeah. above their heads. And then the newest trend of this is things I get asked in so this one, like things I get asked being married to a coach. <laughs> and it was like hand jiving, like, no, I make more money than him. No, I don't know what the players are yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. going to win the game. I, there's so much information. I can't read that quickly. Are people suddenly being able to read six sentences in two seconds? I have Ooh. to pause it. I can't. And, and then I'm the one who ends up down TikTok coach wives wormhole. Like then I've watched seven and a half yes. hours yeah, of I'll finding out all these that. coaches lives. The wives I this lives. girl, like her, t- she was dancing and she was like, I had got married at 21. Yeah. First kid at 23. Second kid at 27. Like she is like five fucking kids. They adopted yeah. a fifth. And she's like, does, has a whole family Instagram. Like it's not even anything big. It's like 30,000 followers. I went so deep. It was like, like I should have been asleep. Like I got into my bed because I was like with this dude at 3 a.m. And 4 a.m. rolls around and I'm looking at this woman's and she loves Jesus and which is fine. But it was just so, I'm like, what am I doing? This isn't even like my type of content. But now, and now you're following her and you didn't mean to follow her. And now you're getting because I, I guess how the algorithm works. Then yes, all you're going to get that. is the other women who live in like Arizona and whose husbands they family are basketball football. coaches. That's yeah. what, I mean, like, that's it. Yeah, I've really had to have a very mature conversation with myself when it comes to social media. There are days where I have to turn it off. There are days where I just have to go, OK, I'm putting it down for my own mental health. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I start to get like, Ashley knows I like, I'll, I won't text her back for like two hours and I'll be like, sorry, I took a phone break. Cause like, yeah. I will start to feel actually physically sick from staring at the phone because I will be on it for nine hours in a row. And yeah. so much of our business is on it. I mean, obviously it's not like a hot take. Everyone's business is on their phone today. So I actually put it in the other room because I will spiral so far out of control. I'm just so accessible all the time. And obviously I love sharing a part of my life and Instagram stories are still very like funny and fun to me. But it's like even... I mean, I've had the same number since I was 15. So everyone has my number, but I'm not getting I'm not getting DMs from people or like messages from people because they want to check in on me. How are you doing, Heather? Let's get together. They just want free shit. (laughs) I'm I'm like, you know, or they want free tickets Mm -hmm. to something. And I'm like, I don't Uh, I can't get you tickets to Nicki Minaj. I don't know her, you know. That like, is such an absolutely not. Like, there's a tier of people that Rain and I will never want them to buy tickets. We're like, do not buy tickets to the show. Your family, your friends. And then they are the yeah. people that want to, actually. Yes. Like, we've had to tell our friends, like, can we get you a refund? You're like family. And then it's always like the friend of a friend. We're yeah. like, we don't, you know, know Sharon. Yeah. I'll like all my cousins, like, don't pay for tickets. I'd be more than happy to get you tickets. But they're like, oh, I already bought the two front rows out, like, to support you. I'm like, thank you. But then you have somebody, yeah, like the lady who worked at, you know, checked you in at the tanning bed in college is like, I'm going to need 25 comp tickets. And you're like, Cheryl, I haven't seen you in so long. Also, I'm pretty sure you encouraged me to get melanoma. So I, it's a no, you know? Wait, can we talk about tanning beds? Oh, let's crush it. I, did you crush them when you were in college? Because I did. Crush. Crush. Yes. I never had a membership. Yeah, 100%. Was, was I telling you, Raina? So I would, got to college and started going to this place called the Bronze Tiger. I'm sure you can <laughs> the relate Bronze to the Bronze Tiger. Were you in Auburn? <laughs> Where were you? I went to Clemson. Clemson. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And the Bronze Tiger was their other place down the street next to the Bilo was super tan, but we knew it was too expensive. So we had, we were on a budget. I was a freshman. We started going to Bronze Tiger. We had to go. Obviously none of the beds were 
they were not created equal. Some of them didn't work at like they, you walk out, you didn't feel tan, you didn't feel tingly, whatever. Right. And it turned out that the owner was like a predator. Like, I think he had like cameras in the rooms, whatever. I don't know the whole story, but he turned out to be like a total creep. We all had to start paying it for super tan. We're all broke because we're like spending money on tanning beds. But it was also, how many dudes, we should have known how many dudes own tanning beds. You know what I mean? hundred percent of them are owned by men. There's a cell phone store and he had like a, like public access commercial. Yeah. Creep. The bronze tiger. We would go to the one by the Walmart at Ole Miss and they had a special, like a happy hour special on Thursdays. So you'd go in and you'd get, you'd lay in the tanning bed and for eight minutes. That's all they would allow you because then you would go into the spray oh, tan it was booth. Like a special. Yeah, it was a special. You get eight minute happy hour on like ultraviolet rays and then it would open up your pores and then you'd go in the mystic tan booth and then you'd spray yourself down. And then I would go like out to double? the bar. Double. So yeah, you would make sure that you really opened up the pores, sucked in the chemicals from the spray tan, and then I would like walk around to bars at night and just be like sweating <laughs> with like runny spray tan. And I smelled, you know, that very distinct- Like a goat. Like yeah. a goat, an actual goat. Yes. Uh-huh. And then you uh-huh. layer that lotion on top. The lotion, lotion that would make your skin. your skin like on fire. Yes. Bright red, like you couldn't be in public for like an hour hour yeah. Also, I had French tips oh, and they would yeah. turn yellow in the yes. bed. So I learned this whole technique yes. of tucking my nails <laughs> no. inside of my hands so they wouldn't turn yellow. And then, like, first of all, I don't trust anything that gets you tan in eight minutes. You remember when you were like at the bottom, eight minutes, you can't tan, but 20, I'd be like smashing my body up against the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And just like the stand-up ones, I'd smash my whole body up against the entire thing. Yeah. And I'd ball. always end up with like that weird bulb line right at my ass crack, you know? Yes. And I'd have to explain mm-hmm. it to like guys at Sigma Chi. I'm like, just don't worry about it. They're like, you're really <laughs> singed right here in between the crack. And I'm like, I just, it was weird. It was totally. the tanning bed. Yeah. But I'm like, what do you think about my Playboy Bunny yes. sticker? I literally was just about to say that. And I was not at any point in my college career was like, I thin enough to like really ha- like be rocking that Playboy bunny, but I had it right on the, right above my pussy. You know what I mean? It's I'm always like, on that. Yep. It was yeah. on the hip bone always. And then yeah. I had a tan line under my boobs and under my ass. <gasps> always. Oh, right. I mean, yeah. Lines. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. God, I'd One go line. back to college in a heartbeat. Wouldn't you? <laughs> oh my God. College it's is just, great. It's jungle Are juice. they still around? Or tanny beds are not around, are they? No, I think they I mean, are. They're spray tan booths, but like- are... No, tanny beds are around. Yeah. I mean, there's, there was one in Brooklyn by my old apartment. I mean, so apparently people still tan. You know, nowadays it's like I wear the sun shield. I'm, and now I'm like sensitive to the sun. You know, like I'll get the blisters. I can go out in small oh, yeah. increments. I can't even use regular sunscreen. It's mineral only or I'll get an eczema rash. I'm like, who have I become? <laughs> I used to be a bad bitch. I used to smoke menthols, get a double tanning bed, then spray tan. And then I go to nightclubs in college and I was fine. What happened to me? I'm so fragile. I can't even have caffeine anymore. You know? Yeah. That's because you broke your body down. Okay? You're right. Like You're right. You lived. My knees are bad because of all the clubs I went to after smoking Marlboro Reds outside of them. <laughs> and did <laughs> you I feel so cool? Captain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. Just so cool with a real Marlboro Red. You know, and they're called oh. cowboy killers. And my dad used to smoke. I'm like, dad, why are you smoking? He's like, because cowboys do it. You know, and I'm like, oh yeah, God. but I'm 21 outside of Club Marquee in New York. I don't think I need to be smoking Marlboro Reds. Brooklinen, one of my absolute favorite companies of all time, here's the deal. They were listening to what we all need and they responded with ultra comfy loungewear at a fair price. This loungewear has a classic cut and no zippers for limitless comfort that you can pull on and off real easy in real life so you can luxuriate in coziness all day. Bonus points, Brooklinen offers bundled deals on loungewear so you can get more comfort for less money. And if you're looking for more ways to enhance your comfort, check out Brooklinen's candles, eye masks, and accessories to properly celebrate 
celebrate your chill. There's a reason Brooklinen has literally over 75,000 five-star reviews and counting. So let me tell you something. It's button-free. It's zipperless. It's the softest clothing option for me and probably you too. Finally, your comfort dreams have come true. While you're probably still in bed, why not be in Brooklinen comfy, cozy hangout wear? That's what you want. Who needs a zipper? I don't need it. You don't need it either. Here's the thing. If you want to get comfortable for less, go to brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and use promo code absolutely not to get $20 off with the minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com and enter promo code absolutely not for $20 off with the minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com, promo code absolutely not. God, would you ever look back in your college days and you're like, well, how did I have friends? How, why did anybody hang out with me? We were no, but I, I look back, like we were, how did I live? Like, I, it yeah. is by like the grace of God that nothing terrible happened to me in college. I, I would way. just like, on I am like the ultimate ghoster, like of the ultimate Irish exeter. Like every yeah. night I would just like look at the, the clock and it'd be 1.30 and I'd be like, nothing else cool is going to happen. I, and I would just walk home alone and just peace out because I don't want to be able to bother me. I just left, went home alone. And where did you go to school? I went to Indiana University, so Big Ten school. Okay. Lots of kids. But you guys were like all kind of in smaller college towns. I mean, if you're in Indiana, oh. you're in Clemson. Ole Miss. Clemson was like a bubble. We, like, yeah. It we, was like We safest. didn't have cabs. You just had to call this place angel taxis, what they call them. But it was always like this very heavy set man who would come pick you up in a van alone. Like at no point, he was an angel taxi, mm-hmm. but I was like, I could have been abducted a hundred times. Oh, yeah, I think it about was. it all the time. 100%. Like one night I was just walking walk, just walk, I don't know, home somewhere. And like a friend of a friend saw me. It was like texted my roommate. It was like, Ashley's just on the street. And she was like, pick her up, take her home. Like, yeah. Who, what if it wasn't a nice guy that like picked me up? And then I have to tell you a story. Please, please. (laughs) One night. Raina just got triggered. She's like, "Uh, this happened. Okay. What happened? Katie being on the street. One night, our our roommate, I mean, my roommate were both boards in college. We lived with this guy. It was me and her and and my friend that was a guy. And she called us and she was so hammered. It was like three o'clock in the morning and nothing she was saying was English. She needed a ride. And she could not explain to us where she was. And everything, she was like, there's street signs, there's grass, there's roads. And I remember hearing my roommate just screaming at her. He was trying to like understand where he was. He was like, just go to a corner. Just go to any corner and right. stand there. Stop moving and we will find you. Like, that's what college was like. Yeah. Yes. I reported my car stolen twice because I forgot where I parked it. Reported <laughs> stolen. I was on the phone with campus police. Always campus filing police. Filing a police report. Yeah. And my roommate overheard me. We've been drinking all day, obviously. I mean, and she just, she was like, Ashley, you parked it behind the church. You always park behind a church, like in a school in the South. Yeah. And I mean, that was just, you know, I don't endorse drinking and driving, but I did quite a bit of it. Clemson was not really like taxi situation like you just kind of had to drive like no one was getting in trouble like it was not safe but I mean I just remember being on the phone with the police like someone stole my car and it was like you just forgot where you put it oh I thought I lost my purse I had to cancel my credit cards every other day I like had like one debit card and I would have to cancel it every other day and then one of my buddies what? at like you know Kappa Sig house would be like you left your credit card in my futon <laughs> after you gave me a BJ you know I'm like oh I gotta get that back but I already canceled it so just shred it like I shred so many cards because I lost them in futons. How many digital cameras did you guys Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and you'd have it dangled cameras. tightly on your wrist at night. Like a corsage. Yeah, like a corsage. And then it was you'd an click, Olympus click, click. camera. Yeah. Oh, it was an Olympus. Always. I had a Fuji at one point, like a little Fuji. Yeah. 
Some people had like a cool pink one. Like those are the same people that had like that cool pink, like Nokia phone, like a razor. It's like same razor energy. Like, do you guys, guys, I never had the razor. I got the razor. I got the razor and then I kept dropping it. And I remember like I would have to duct tape it. Like I had the most bootleg razor you've ever seen in your life. I didn't have the pink one. I had the silver one that everyone's dad had, but everybody else had the pink razor and I had like a duct taped silver razor for sure. That never got thought It was thin. I don't remember, but I had a hundred cameras. I lost my cell phone every week. I can't believe my parents ever bought me a new one. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you there. And then I would go because I would go to the AT&T store in Oxford. And because I have the same, my middle name is the same as my dad's first name. And he was on the account. The only way I was able to get upgrades is because I would go in there and be like, no, here's my ID. It says Heather Kyle McMahon. And I knew the last four digits of a social. So then I'd go in there and be able to get the upgrade. My dad's like, you've upgraded six times in the last week and a half. I'm like, my razors keep breaking because I'm wearing my rocket dog heels and snapping my ankles <laughs> in a nightclub in Oxford. No. Yeah. Oh, the oh, fashion too. It was just too. such a like, it was just so different. I was always breaking phones and then getting them wet. Like, I feel like kids today will never understand. Like, They'll you never have a waterproof get it. iPhone. Like, we were just out here. My, I've dropped a phone in the toilet. Like, I remember we got to Auburn one weekend. We took a party bus there. I like was there for minutes and I pulled yeah. my pants down. My phone was in my back pocket. It went in the toilet. Like yeah. didn't have a phone for the rest of the day running around a city I ne- or town I'd never been to. No phone, like just making out with dudes. Like it was, people would never understand our struggles of like, we didn't have these bulletproof phones. They won't understand our struggles. They won't understand the time. Like when you used to have to call and just know that you're going to meet somebody somewhere and you hope that they show up. You know what I mean? Wait, because when you didn't have your phone and you just like, all right, go like if I lost my phone, I'd tell the bartender at like this one bar in Oxford called the Levy. I'd be like, if Michelle shows up, like tell her where I am, you know, tell her I was here 20 minutes ago. She'll know what's the next bar to find me at. You know, they just don't understand. They have no, how do they, they have no idea how to like use context clues to like find their drunk friends. I would right, if they never find my phone. Like yeah. we didn't have find my phone. No, like, I, I was out when I did. Like, I think this was way back in the day, like Peachtree Tavern or something in Atlanta. And like, I remember losing my phone. Of course, you start freaking out. You're running around. You're drunk. You're falling all over the place. And right. then I just hear like the DJ was like, I found a phone. And he like holds it up. And like that feeling of like my phone. And then you just start ripping shots because you're like celebrating. You lose your phone again. Like it's just a vicious cycle. Park Tavern. God, I used to black out of Park Tavern. I mean, Ashley, you're from Atlanta. You get it. You get it. Yeah. Oh, Park Tavern. That was like festival. Like that was festival Mecca. Like that was like St. Patty's Day. Oh, yeah. Halloween. Like I remember like being so drunk one Halloween. I went home with this ugly dude and I just because he was in a costume and it was bad. Woke up the next morning and he was sleeping and he farted in his sleep. I was like, I got to get out of here. I got to get out. Yeah. I'm running around the Virginia Highlands, just like calling anybody at 8am that can like come get me. Like that was, see, I was, I was, I I would pull what he did. I would be like too comfortable because I sleep hard. And then I'd be the one farting in bed with his like, you know, hot guy. And then they'd be like, ma'am, you need to go. It's time to go. And they don't even have my name. They're just like, ma'am, we need you to immediately leave. Yeah. I hear you on that. I hear you. God, those were the days. And here we are. Now we're thriving. We're touring. So you're going to, you're going to do Atlanta. Then you said Durham, then Charleston, right? What venue are you playing in Atlanta? The Tabernacle. Oh my God. A dream. It's my dream. I have like, it's actually the- like my, I feel yeah. really emotional about it. It's like, yes. My, like if all venues in the world, like actually that's right to this, like since day one, I was like, if we could do the Tabernacle. You know? Yes. 100% agree. I played Variety Playhouse when I was there last. And now I'm going to add another show to the end the tail end of like this leg of the tour. And I'm like, I have no idea where I want to play in Atlanta. I mean, the Fox for me is like the end all be all, but I don't know if we're, I don't 
don't know if we're there yet. You know what I mean? I I think you are. I mean, if I just to be on that marquee, like, oof, my God. Yeah, like, chills. Got a cold chill down my spine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you excited about going to, Raina? Where are you, where, what's on the map that you're like, hell yeah, I, I know these people. These are my people. I'm ready to go. I mean, I just constantly blown away by every show. I just yeah. love our audience so much. I think they're the coolest fucking girls of the entire world. They are. Um, Atlanta is always like one of our most fun shows because that is like such a big audience for us. We are performing at the Chicago Theater for the holidays. And so that's like my oh, dream like to be on the yeah. marquee at the Chicago Theater. Oh, I think that's going to be such a blast. We're going back to Denver. We're doing Phoenix again. Yeah. Um, Boston is one of our favorite places to perform. We just added a third show in Boston. We're just going to blow it out. I'm just like, grateful to be on stage yeah. and girls and I just like you know when we were podcasting throughout the pandemic and it's just me and Ashley we're on zoom we weren't even together it's sometimes right. you feel like you're kind of like screaming into the void and you don't get to like see people and to like hear people laugh in front of you like have them come up on stage and talk to them like I miss I felt that so way and you connect with your audience in such a big way too. You know, you walk on stage and it's not just like somebody spews an hour of material at you and then leaves too. Right. So be able to like see them laugh. Oh my God. So every city, we're actually going to Raleigh. We're starting in Charlotte and then we're going to Raleigh. We've never done a show there before. So I'm amped. North Carolina is fantastic. Charlotte was one of my favorite shows. I'm telling you, I mean, obviously like, you know, you've had a taste of the South, but those are great audiences. Have y'all done um, Tennessee at all yet? Have you done any shows in like Memphis, Nashville? Nashville. Yeah, we went to Nashville and that we it was were too like crazy. in the fall and we were yeah. like, we're going to put a pin in the tour for now because like we had done Ohio and Ohio was like really well distanced. Yeah, this was like when cases were low and everything we felt yeah. comfortable going, but everything was really COVID safe. And right. They told us Nashville would be we got there. We we're like, oh, no, Nashville's like party bachelorette buses like nothing's yeah, everywhere changed in Nashville. Yeah. So we did the shows and but we've we had only. We've actually only ever done, we were not supposed to, we were supposed to do a theater, but we've only done Zanies in Nashville. Love we Zanies. love it. Yeah. Love Lucy. Shout out to Lucy who runs Zanies. She's the best. I love Lucy. We love she'll her. Like, yeah. She'll like talk shit with you. I love it. Yeah. Like, I love her. She's I, the fucking best. I love best. to gossip. Because it's like, nice what? having other women in comedy because she's, for those who don't know, Lucy is the booker at Zanies and, and just like runs a show over there. I mean, she's incredible, but she gets mm -hmm. it. She's like, th and I think she's such a cool advocate for other female comedians because she's like, I want women in here. Like, I just, I yes. want to give y'all stage time. I love Zanies. I'm going back and doing, but I just, I love Tennessee. I think all the crowds there, the audiences have always just been fucking great. Like I, mm -hmm. I just try and do Memphis if you can get out there. I mean, they're just awesome. But I see, I haven't played New York or Boston yet. Cause I think we have like different types of fan base. Like yeah. I see your tour and I'm like, I don't know if we have fans in Memphis, but like, yeah, you know, our like Boston is probably like our, Top. top three cities like we're just we just have like a northern kind of no I get it fans I, all over but I crush a little bit of the south y'all are doing the east coast the northeast that's fucking great you know and go see both of our shows don't pick one or the other don't be a cheap bitch you know Dude, all of yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited to play Boston because I haven't done that yet like I was on was tour cool. and then the pandemic hit so all the shows that I had in like Chicago New York Boston Jersey like everything got pushed yeah. to this year so I'm literally still like going out I'm like I haven't been there yet and I'm so fucking are you excited. doing the Wilbur? No, I'm doing another a new theater in uh, Boston. Fuck, what's the name of it? It'll come to me in a second. But I'm doing a new theater there. So, but I hear well, the if Wilbur's you do insane. the Wilbur, a woman runs that too. So yeah, we just she's the best. Okay, great, that. great, 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 great. I love that. 
Those um, bitches are so wild. I feel like so we incorporate yeah. so much in our shows of like city centric stuff. We like want to talk about like what's like to date in that city. And we talk about what happened in our day that day. Something always funny happens. Yeah. Like as soon as we're like on our way on tour. We did this whole thing where Ashley like forgot her vibrator charger. I got into a cab and she was charging her vibrator in the back of it. I had it like plugged into the and... USB, like in the Uber. Raina was like, are you serious? You're, you're like, like, yeah, I got to get my drawings off before we go on stage. That's how I deal with my anxiety. Some people do vocal <laughs> yeah. warm ups. Ashley masturbates. It is what it is. Yeah. And then we walk on stage and we talk about it. Like, yeah. that's what's so fun. We're just like, we'll just talk about whatever happened today. And it's really funny. And I, it's so much fun. But I hear what you were saying, Rena, about like not feeling able to connect with people because I feel like for the last year, like I've been writing and working on all these scripts and all this shit, but it's a very like self-loathing job. Like I started to hate myself. I'm like, does anybody know who I am? Does anybody want to give a shit? And then I went out on stage in San Antonio. I was like, we're back. Yeah. Fuck yes. Yeah. You know, I'm like, who was I? It's just so self-indulgent to like, you know, feel like I need this connection. But then I think once you're a performer, you're always have that. Once you, as soon as you get that first laugh, it's just like a high nobody will ever understand. Summer is still here and I'm on the road and you know what I'm doing? If I decide I'm gonna have a white wine spritzer, what do I hit it with first? That DHM detox. You know it, you love it. Hey, they've been a sponsor forever and we love them. No Days Wasted has created DHM detox, which is the vitamin for when you drink. It's an herbal supplement packed with antioxidants, anti-inflammatory ingredients, and is plant-based. We all need a little support when we have a couple of drinks so we can get back to feeling our best the next day. Imagine this having some drinks. It's a great time. And the next morning you wake up feeling normal. DHM Detox uses research science to help boost your body's natural response to alcohol and help break down those toxins. Forget the brain fog and that gross next day feeling. Just take two capsules after your first couple drinks and it goes to work. If you're not on the DHM Detox train, you're truly missing out. I take these little packets with me absolutely everywhere in my purse, travel bag, my show bag, and I have them in my car. I almost feel naked without them. Here's the deal. I've got you 20% off your order and free shipping in the U.S. Just head over to nodayswasted.co slash absolutely and use promo code absolutely at checkout. That's nodayswasted.co slash absolutely for 20% off your order. And again, it's a risk-free purchase. If you don't love it, they'll refund you on your first box. This is an easy decision. Just go to nodayswasted.co slash absolutely, use promo code absolutely at checkout and you'll get 20% off your order. Can you talk about what you're doing? Like you're, you're writing you're working on a show, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So I have a show in development, so I'm working on that, but you know, every other day it's a new curveball. So I, and I have a couple other scripts that we're taking out. So I'm just, you know, writing that, writing new stand up, And I'm in a world now because I realize on the road, I'm doing too much. Like I do a 90 minute standup show and I'm like, what? I should have openers. Like, why am I doing this much? And so I'm already panicking because I love my show so much. I'm like, how am I going to do this again for a new show in the fall? Like fall of 2022. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm already thinking I got to write another whole hour of material. And I'm 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do 90 minutes, but if it's two of us. Yeah. And like we, you know, like it's, do you just get off stage and you're like, like, no, over I'm so tired and I had, did not get in shape to go back out. And then I realized I was talking to my other comedy buddies and they're like, Heather, you should have two openers. That's too much work. Like, why are you doing this? And I'm like, the show must go on. Like, cause I'm that old nerdy, like theater kid. I come from that background. I'm like, no, I got to do it all and do eight, you know, costume changes and put on the wigs. And I'm like, maybe I, and like in order for me to do more than three shows in a row, I think I'm gonna have to maybe tone it <laughs> Tone it back a bit, you know? And so you guys do a lot of audience participation at your show. You're asking the audience what they've been through. Can you kind of walk us through for people who aren't familiar what a Girls Gotta Eat show is like? Yeah, you know, we call it the wildest girls night out you're ever going to have. There's a good balance between Ashley talking solo, me talking solo, us doing jokes together. I love it. Um, I don't. 
I don't want to give too much away. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm going to be surprised at the shows. But also, we always ask people, like, what is dating like in your city? Yeah. We really funny, crazy stories of people who are in the audience. We've had dancers open up almost Hell all the yeah. theater shows. We just want people to, like, pop off. And I think that, you know, we want to offer more than just a comedy show like you. You know, yeah. we want people to really feel like they walked away with a wild ass experience they could only get at a Girls Gotta Eat show. That's amazing. And I just think it's so cool. And I I just have to say, and I'm not trying to be cheesy, I'm so thrilled for you guys and everything you're doing, but y'all were really one of the first big podcasters who gave me an opportunity and y'all have just been so kind and you're always so supportive and I love everything you do and I think you're just smart, cool, bad bitches and I just think it's so cool and maybe it's just like our group, our age range, but I feel like we're all really like helping each other and you don't see that a lot and it's really important. I just want to say thank you guys so much for being so kind to me through the years through the business. Y'all have been so sweet. Well, thanks for having us on. Of course, we like loved having you on and our audience is obsessed with you. We'll have to like do it again. But I just, it's like, if you're not going to be supportive and like promote each other and lift each other up, that's the absolutely not. That's absolutely not. It's like, I don't, we don't want it, you know, like, and you can feel that. So it's just like, I, yeah, I'm glad you said that we feel the same way. I mean, you can barf at a girl's got to eat show. You can barf at a Heather McMahon show. Do what you got (laughs) to do. Shit your pants. Shit your pants. But just come out and see comedy. And the interesting thing is I do have a little like inside scoop. So all these female comics, we're the we're selling out the most tickets. You know what I mean? I know, like if you call your agency and they're like, Bruce back here has been doing jokes for 10 years. It's old, buddy. You know what I mean? It's like women. It's literally like it's Andrew Schultz and then just <laughs> us. <laughs> no, it's, like, it's it. literally just Andrew Schultz and us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. I guess we got to wait for the call, you know, for Rogan to bring us on, which I was just an awesome people. Like, are you doing Rogan? I'm like, no, Rogan doesn't fucking know who I am. Well, he needs to get vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, let's get into that. I know. But yeah, we all are just crushing it. And it's so exciting. And I'm so appreciative of you guys just being so supportive. And for all my listeners, check them out. I mean, Ashley and Rainer, two of the funniest bitches I know in the business. And I want to come see the show. I'll find a date. I and I'll see I would, show. Yes. Let's we we'll, figure this out. Yeah, we'll figure this out. But I, I'm dying. I want to be in the audience and I'll wear a wig and, you know, pretend to be security. And we'll just yes. I'll bounce bitches off the if stage gonna for you. If you're going to pretend to be security, Rainer's going to try to fuck you. Because that's what sh- that's, <laughs> that's my vibe. Also, also you, right now, but you should check the Vax cards. You check people's Vax cards. Yes. The way in, and then I'll try to fuck you. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. And I got to be honest with you, I look great in male drag and you're, you will be turned on right now. So I just need you to buckle up. You will want to fuck me. Okay, great. (laughs) Everybody, you can find them at Girls Gotta Eat and their podcast. Y'all are everywhere, right? Are you? Yeah, where we listen to podcasts, girlsgottaeatpodcast.com is website and that's all the things. Show tickets, merchandise, sign up the newsletter, all that stuff and Girls Gotta Eat podcast on Instagram. Great. And vibrator chargers. Is that a part of your merch set? Because you need to have that. You need to be. Not yet. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yes, you need to have more sex toys. I'm into it. Follow me at Girls Gotta Eat. And um, ladies, thanks for being on the show. I love you and I adore you. And and good luck on the road. Thanks, Heather. You too. too. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.